listen to Brennan and Heather's podcast where we talk about the strange, fascinating, and just plain creepy things that the world has to offer. What's our podcast called? Drunk French Flash. Hey. 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 I'm Heather. And I'm Brennan. And this is the Drunk French Bunch. So, let me just like... Okay. Mm. <laughs> I have to like imagine you eating something besides squid because it's really I'm really weird about foods and fishy foods and I just like ugh, ugh, squid tastes, so it doesn't taste like fish at all it kind of tastes so the way they it's kind of like tofu where it like takes on whatever flavor that you put on it <laughs> so it just kind of tastes like um Buttering garlic. That's it. So I'm just eating a like a garlic clove. A tofu garlic clove is what I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Let's not think about it anymore. No, no. no. I won't, I'm going to put it to the side. I also have hot and sour soup. That's normal. That I can think about. That's normal. <laughs> That's normal. And I ate some sushi right before. Oh, cool. Some normal sushi. Yeah. Not weird sushi. And I have sesame seed in my tooth right now. Wow. I'm Wait, really attractive Brennan, right now. Brennan Blankenship. <laughs> also, Mama Cass is being perfect right now in my screen. She's just like chilling right behind me looking like a snack. I know. Your cats look very cute back there. But it's probably because they can smell your squid. <laughs> probably. Um, that sounded dirty. They can smell your squid. Hi, Caddy. I mean, it could be that too, so. You never know. Yeah, they're very vocal, these guys. Um, especially lately. They like to, (laughs) just mama will literally just lay down to go to sleep. And she will put her little face up and go, meow, right in my face. (laughs) As soon as my eyes are shut. I love it's, it's very funny. You know, adult cats only meow to talk to people. I know. It's because she says, pet me. Pet me right now. I know you're going to sleep, but I want you to pet me. I didn't want you to pet me all day, and now I want you to pet me right now. That's cute. When you're trying to sleep. <laughs> They're very sweet. Um, but yeah, so it's your birthday tomorrow. I know. I know. So exciting. I cannot wait. I have not been this excited about a birthday in years like years i i guess because i've been pent up and i'm allowed to have a party with a 10 people max you know because my husband is a rule follower and that's fine and i do want to be safe and it will be outdoors but i've literally just spent so much money on my party and it's just alcohol and food because I just am so excited for people for my friends to be here and you have a new house yeah I have a new house it's clean we have I we hire people to come clean it today so people could you know be in a clean house and then I am a fucking idiot and I made a balloon arch during the election because I was super anxious about the election and so I like needed to do something that wasn't um, just sit and watch tv so I made a balloon arch and I 
went and hung it outside and it's like been pop popping and it's really hella loud. It sounds like yeah. it shuts every time a balloon pops. Um, but yeah, um. my um, balloon arch <laughs> is only half a balloon arch now because I hung it up on Wednesday and my party's Saturday. And oh man, <laughs> that and I and I don't know. I'm just excited to see everyone. I bought glow sticks. Oh yes, we figured out how to make the pool change color, so it's just gonna be like an outdoor pool disco. I'm just here for it. I'm so excited. I'm ready for party hardy time. We had like a small party at my mom's house with like Shawnee and Kai, um, and Nicole and Jake. We yeah. were like under our ratio. It was super fun. It was super chill. Like, you know, it's weird like hanging out with people, but it's so worth it as long as you're not like being stupid. I agree. I don't know. Some people I saw, they were like out at clubs and bars and shit. And I was like, on Halloween? Like, I think I've tried like one bar. And I made, like, I called ahead, and I was like, hey, is it, like, popping over there, or is it pretty dead? And they were like, oh, it's dead. And I was like, okay, I, I can I can come. <laughs> and sure enough, there was, like, six people there with, like, a, with the capacity limit of, like, 200, because it was, like, really spacious. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, yeah. I know my friend went to the Renaissance Festival and she said it's just like a free for all. People do not give a shit. People do not want to wear their masks. Yeah. And it's crowded. I was there for like, I was there for two hours for my sister's birthday. It's been more than two weeks, so I'm COVID free. Um, but I was there for like two hours because I had a million things to do that day anyway for the cabaret. And I was like, okay, I'll go. My grandma wanted to go and she wasn't going to camp out with them all weekend. They were there all weekend. Oh, they're with the acid droppers and the, the shrimp. Yeah, but like, they were, they're, you know, they're like my mom and her mom and her friends. And then Sydney, who's, if she was with people her age, it would be like the acid droppers. But <laughs> I don't think that, I don't, I don't think that crew was dropping acid. Um, <laughs> but these guys, they go to Renfest every year and do this thing where they camp out every year and they go to different ren fests around the nation and do this and i'm just like i a do not have the time b i don't have the money and c i don't think i have the constitution <laughs> i don't think i could do it that's just so much i like camping but like every weekend they're there every weekend for the fair when it's here in town i can't i can't do it nope. um but yeah, I was there for two hours and I was like so anxious the whole time. I was kind of like wearing my mask passive aggressively everywhere because I was like, I know we're outside, but like you're not six feet away from me. Why aren't you wearing your fucking mask? Yeah. It was just frustrating. I was, I think I was the most frustrated I think I'd ever been. No, people are tired of COVID and they're just like, yeah. I at this point don't care if I fucking get it. <laughs> I guess they've like figured out if the people who get it. My coworker, okay. I hope you're listening. Which one, coworker Julia? Because I'm mad at you. She got it <laughs> last week, like the week of Halloween. Okay, she was off the week of Halloween. She was feeling good enough on Halloween, so she got dressed up and went out. Ow! What? 
Mm-hmm. So not even two weeks she waited. She was just like, I'm better. No, yeah. God. You can be asymptomatic and still be contagious, you butthead. Yeah. So she was, she got sick, was sick through the weekend, and then the next weekend she went out. She had a uh, um, Halloween outfit and everything. Mm-mm. Not okay. That's bogus. I know. So that's annoying. So at my party, are you going to get drunk? Yes. How are you, are you going to go home or are you going to sleep here? I will know about how drunk I am. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm probably going to sleep there. I can sleep on a couch or on the floor. I don't care. Okay. I, let's, let's just be safe. And then if I'm sober enough to drive home, I'll drive home. You could sleep for a few hours and then drive home. That's fair. A few hours of sleeping. I may just like bring a bunch of zip fizzes and just like drink those instead of alcohol and just be like, yeah, the whole time. Oh my God. I'm just kidding. That's Sydney's job. I love you, Sydney. That's my sister. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. It's been a while since I've seen like anyone but you. So I know. I'm like also like anxious a little bit, but like, I'm, I'm cool. So like, I'm cool. I'll be fine. What are you anxious <laughs> about? It's just been a really long time since I've hung out with any of those like people. So? You know? It's been a I long know, time I know. you've hung out with those people. Yes. It'll be fine. Like my anxiety is all just like you know, little vampires saying, like, rude things, and then I'm like, shut up. I don't need you in my head. And then I'm fine. You think my friends are going to be hating on you? No, it's not. No, I don't think your friends are going to be hating on me. All right. So today. Today. For. For. Fun. Wild Texas stories. Wild Texas stories. Mm Mm-hmm. What are you drinking for your Texas story today? Oh my God. Um, I am drinking Truly's and I'm on my second one and I didn't eat dinner and I feel it. Like my face is flushed on this truly about to be number two. What about you? What are you drinking, Brennan? I'm drinking a Texas sized margarita. It's the margarita very cup red. The cup is red. The margarita is green. I do have ruby red margarita for when I run out of limeade, though. Love that. Okay. So. And I have my tequila shot for in-between stories with my lime soaking in the tequila. Mm. Oh, also one fun fact about the tequila I'm drinking tonight. I'm going to say this completely wrong. It's called Termano or something like that. And it's The Rock's tequila. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's tequila. What? Maui himself's tequila. I think it's called Termano. Wow. <laughs> um, it's really good. And maybe he will feature our podcast since I said that. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you better feature our podcast, okay? I can't take you, but your tequila is really good. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I have... This crazy, this, okay, can I just tell you this crazy thing that happened to me this week before we talk about crazy Texas stuff? Please, please do. 
Okay. I Kyle, not for my birthday, but just for fun, because I always think that my thyroid, there's something wrong with my thyroid, that my mom's thought it my whole life. And like, does my neck look swollen right here? I, honey, we're on Zoom. I can't tell. Okay. Well, my neck looks swollen, which is weird. And so we, Kyle ordered me this thyroid test and like, it's the Everly one. They do like, um, I don't even know if it, Everwell. I don't even know the name of it. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I have almost bought one like 20 times. Yeah. There's like a thyroid one and a food allergy one, whatever. Well, you have to fucking prick your finger and drip your blood on these like dots. Okay. So how you prick your finger is there's like this spring thing and you push down on it and a, a needle springs out and like pokes you. Okay. Ow. So it was freaking me out. I couldn't do it. I was also, also trying to do that election night after <laughs> I made my um, balloon art. <laughs> I was very stressed out. Okay. That's fair. So I'm there. I'm trying to break my finger and I'm so scared of this like springy thing that's gonna come out and poke me so I like so I accidentally I broke it will they give you two okay so they give you two and so just in case you need more blood is what it says in the packet so I'm like running around freaking out and my mom hasn't she's gonna do the second one and she's gonna prick my finger and I'm freaking out and she's like oh I can't hurt you I can't hurt you I can't do it so it's like my mom can't do it I can't do it to myself so I go to get Kyle. I wake Kyle up. He's gone to sleep because he's, he is, he hates Trump and my mom loves Trump. And so he was tired of hearing all her Fox News, um, yeah. newsisms, basically. Um, and so he went to bed and um, I woke him up and I was like, can you please poke my finger? And he goes, how does this even work? And he pushes it and breaks that one. So now I have nothing to poke my finger with. So I'm like, oh my God, I have to do this. I dated it today. And I just, I need to get this done. It's already been an hour and a half of me trying to prick my finger to get some blood. So I get a, I get a, um, a safety pin and I am like poking the shit out of myself and I'm not bleeding at all. So I'm like, oh my God, like my skin is so tough and I cannot prick my finger. So I get a Cutco knife and I just bought these fucking knives and these Cutco knives are like the, supposed to be the sharpest knives you can buy. Okay. Yeah. So I get it and I'm like, tapping my finger on this thing and I'm like poking hard with the knife, trying to stab myself and I cannot do it. Okay. So this lasts for almost three hours. My fingers are so bruised and numb and I still have no blood to drip on this card that has like 12 dots on it. No exaggeration, maybe 15 dots that you're supposed to drip blood like over the dot. So day two, November 4th, Kyle is like, fuck it. He goes to Walgreens and buys a 25 pack of those springy things, okay? So he's, he's about to do it to me and I'm freaking out. I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay. So he does it to himself and he starts bleeding. Okay. So I, I finally am just like, I am so tired of stressing out over this stupid finger prick. So he does it to me and like no blood is coming out. 
Of the 25 pack, I used 11 pricks. There are 11 pricks in my, in my fingers. My fingers are bruised. I did every fucking finger, some of them twice, and was like trying to dip blood on these dots. Like it was the most dramatic thing I've ever done in my life. And it's just to like get blood to drip on a dot for a thyroid test. Oh my God. Yes. What? So it was like- fingers are invincible. Two days, four hours, in total 13 little prick things, a cut coat knife and a safety pen. And I finally turned in my thyroid test. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Excuse yeah. me. I guess we can get to the podcast theme now. I'm clearly feeling these trulies, but that was a traumatic experience. My fingers are still numb. I am shocked that it took that many, and they sprung on you and you felt the prick. Yeah, and the hole went through me. And to, to be fair, the, the pricks with the springs do not hurt. Like, could have done it the first time, had a great day, just did it. They don't hurt, so it was okay to, like, do it 11 times, but, like, I guess my blood just doesn't run it. <laughs> so I was, like, trying to milk my finger enough to, like, drip blood onto these dots, but, like, they have, like, you can't just do one drop. You have to, like, get enough blood to fill in the entire hole, like a Scantron, but with blood. It's like a Scantron with blood, and you can't, like, half fill it in. Oh my god. So I just want to say, know what you're getting into before you use one of these things. You will have to draw blood and just make sure you bleed correctly because some people just don't, like myself. I wonder, are your hands cold a lot? Maybe, yeah. And I just don't think... Circulation thing. Yeah, and it was saying, like, I was jumping up and down, I was, like, shaking... I mean, it was hours, Brennan. In two days, probably a total of, oh my God, I just pulled something in the eye. It was probably like four hours of turmoil over two days trying to prick fingers. Oof. So, yeah. Oof. Oh my gosh. I don't want to date this episode too much, but like, what was your reaction this morning when you woke up and like two states turned blue? Were you like, what? Yeah, I am a little what? I'm not, um, I don't know. I don't trust it. <laughs> I like, do you not trust, trust anything. After 2016, I trust nothing and no one. Nothing. Um, and I got my mom on one end, who is the most Republican woman who has ever walked the planet. I mean, she, like, we, we used to get Christmas cards from Bush Sr. and Bush Jr., okay? We got Christmas cards from Bush Jr. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, we have a giant framed photo of my parents with the bushes. Like, we bleed red here in the Hall household. So the fact that I am voting blue is a secret. I'll tell my podcasters because my mom's not going to listen to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... So she just is like repeats and repeats everything that Trump says about voter fraud and all this stuff. And like today I was like, 
maybe it is. And then I was like, oh my God, I've been hanging out with my mom way too fucking long because I mean, her, her paranoia is creeping into my head. And then I have like, I don't know. I just am not trusting this at all. Yeah. I, I feel like we will not have a president in 2020. <laughs> just no president. We just live like fucking Mad Max and just go rogue. I like that. Let's, let's do that. That sounds good. And maybe, maybe for the grand finale, Trump and Biden come together and they split the presidency 50-50. I mean, at this point, who that would be really big of, you know, both of them really, they're both white males. So that would be really big of both of them. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, my anxiety keeps like doing this little number every time I'm like, oh, let's check in and nothing has happened. I'm like, ah, great. Yeah. So uh, good. But I don't know. I don't. Trump's not going to allow someone else to beat him. That's just not, he's just not. He's not going accept it. And so we're going to be in this circle Little of hell. of hell for a long, long time. Yeah. Ugh. You want to move to like Switzerland or something? Or like Cabo? Let's move to Mexico. I fucking love Mexico. That's my favorite place on earth. I know. I know it is. Yeah, I've only been there as a child, so I don't know anything about it as an adult. But um, I think we could set up shop and do like palm readings or something and have a little co an artist commune, grow some hemp out back. I'm okay. I could live this life. I could live this way. I think I think that's that's our move in 2021. Honestly, my just I'm just over the working to live bullshit, you know. Oh, I do. I'm a I'm working to live, but also like not working to live. It's kind of like a weird limbo, and I'm like, well, this is so nice to only actually work a few hours a day. <laughs> Thank you, government, for helping me with COVID relief. Um, the shoe's gonna drop soon and it's gonna suck. Oh, look at the little curl. Ooh, hello. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Texas story. Okay. Texas talking? story. I'm, I think I'm first this week, which is great because mine is lighthearted and cute. Um, where is my document? Beep, boop, up. All right. No. Oh, no, it's right here. <laughs> I almost shit my pants. I thought I deleted it. <laughs> okay, so I am going to tell you the story of Frenchie McCormick. Ooh. She is a lady who lived in a ghost town. Oh for no! Twenty-seven years. Oh, Frenchie. Let me. I know Frenchie. I know, and you played Frenchie, so I thought that was like this is a good little. Okay. I might name my daughter Frenchie because I fucking love that name. Aww, or you could get a French bulldog and name it Frenchie. I love that. I love that for you. Okay. So we're going to take a trip to Tac... I can't say this. Tascosa, Texas in the 1800s. Tascacita? Not a Tascacita. Tas... Fucking A. Tascosa. Tascosa. Okay. I have to say this a lot, so let me like... Tascosa, Tascosa, Tascosa. Okay. Wait, Tas where is this place? Because I don't want to go there. 
I'm about to tell you, okay? okay you're, I don't think you'll ever be here unless you're like road tripping or something. Um, but it actually might be fun to visit. But anyway, we are close to the tippy top of Texas. So like, I don't think it's the panhandle because the panhandle is El Paso. But this is like this, you know, the, the part that shoots up towards Oklahoma. You know? That's not the panhandle? I don't, is it? I feel like we have two panhandles. I feel like we have one here and one here. Okay. I don't know. I think it's the panhandle. I think it's the north panhandle. Um, anyway, it's like it 30 minutes. It really is the panhandle. It's the handle of the pan. But what is this thing that jets out this way? It's just part of the pan. But like the whole... I feel like there's three panhandles in Because <laughs> then we have the one that goes like, whoop, like it's a little chin of Texas. What the fuck does this pan look like? What is wrong with this pan? <laughs> okay, I think Texas looks more than a, like a face than a, than, a, than a pan. So I'm going to think like the bottom is the chin. Okay, so the bottom is the chin where like Corpus Christi is. And then you've got like the cheeky part where everything else is. And the ear is where El Paso is. And then the top hat is where Tascosa is. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, man, tequila, it works real good. Okay, so we're in the top hat of Texas. It's like 30 miles outside of Amarillo, but this was the very first city it wasn't really a city. The very first town to be formed in the top hat of Texas. Uh, <laughs> okay. I'm going to be serious. Okay. So this town was like not wholesome because it's the Old West and nothing is wholesome in the Old West ever. Unless you live on your own little like little house on the prairie kind of thing. Um. But that means there's like no kids because the only things they have in this town are gambling halls, brothels, bars. So it's basically like Western Vegas. Um, okay, so here comes little lassie, Elizabeth McGraw, who was really cute and everybody loved her. And she had made her way in our great nation as a saloon dancer which contrary to popular belief is not a sex worker. Saloon dancers, they're the kind, they're not, they're not. They don't like give BJs in the bathroom. They might, but you don't pay them for it, you know? They're just a fun girl. <laughs> Cause you know, in the brothels you have the sex workers and then in the saloons and the bars, you have like the, the saloon girls um, that like dance around and are like, ooh, la la, look at my underwear, but don't touch me. Um, you know, they're like a high class, not even high class sex worker. They're just like a stripper. Sorry. <laughs> so she's basically a stripper, but she doesn't put out. Um, oh my gosh, I'm all over the place. Elizabeth McGraw was her alleged name because we're not really 100% sure if this was who she was. It's, we're like 90% sure this is who Frenchie McCormick was before she was Frenchie McCormick. Um, Wait, are Frenchie and Elizabeth the same person? They are. Dun, dun, dun. 
So um, she didn't like to talk about her past like at all because she had a mother who was a drunk and a father who took her away from that life. But then she was like, I want to be a dancer, daddy. And he was like, absolutely not. No Christian daughter of mine is going to show their panties on stage. And then he caught her while they were trying to get away from their past dancing in a saloon hall. And he was like, you're shunned. You're out of my life. You're not my daughter anymore. And she was like, fuck it. Okay, I'm going to go to St. Louis and be a dancer. Um, so she originated from Baton Rouge. And because she knew French and she was from the Frenchy part of America, which apparently is Louisiana, um, she was called Frenchy by a cowboy. And she was like, I like that name. Fuck Elizabeth McGraw. I'm going to be Frenchy. And she worked her way from um, Baton Rouge to Dodge City to St. Louis. And right when she reached Texas, she met a Mr. Mickey McCormick. And McCormick noticed this pretty little flower while he was throwing some cash away in Mobiti, which is apparently a gambling place, but where I'm not sure. Um, so McCormick met Frenchie and he was like, this girl is my good luck charm because every time she's at the table, I win all my money back and I have money for a hotel and I don't have to sleep on the street. So they instantly became really fond of each other. And he was like, I cannot like lose this girl. I'm going to ask her to come back to, to Co Tuscosa with me. And so he took her back to Tuscosa where he already had a lively stable operation that was going really strong. And she became like the belle of the ball of Tuscosa. Everybody loved her. They thought she was the very best thing that ever graced the town. She made every event more fun. She started dealing cards as well as dancing on tables still. People were like, Frenchie, Frenchie, every time she came into the room. It was pretty awesome for her. <laughs> and then Mickey was like, yo, I see everybody loves this girl. I should put a ring on it before someone else does. And they get married in 1881. And they're so in love. Everyone is like, oh my God, look at them. They're so freaking in love. I'm so jealous because my husband sucks. I don't know. Um... <laughs> I can only imagine, like, husbands in the Old West are not that good, um, and they're stinky. I bet everybody's stinky in the Old West. <laughs> Thank God for showers. I'm going to drink to that. Seriously. Cheers to showers. Cheers. Clink. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, that's a lot of tequila. Okay. So they get married in 1881. It's, like, everybody's favorite day of the year because, you know, Frenchie and Mikey Mickey, Mickey, I want to say, <laughs> he's Irish, Mickey, Frenchy Miss Mickey gets married, everything's great, dun, 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 until everything is not great, because, <gasps> and, oh my gosh, there's no date, god damn it, Brennan, um, because something horrible happens to their little town, choo-choo, a railroad is built 
straight through their little town. You know how in old west towns, there's like a set of buildings here and a set of buildings here and just a road? Wow. Well, they were like, we're going to make the railroad that road. Oh, wow. Yeah. So literally everyone has to pack up and leave and they lose their business. They get a little place, which is like right by Tuscosa. Uh-huh. Um, so they're not super far and they kind of still check out their little town, even though literally no one lives in it. Um, and they make a habit of like visiting their little ghost town and like going back to their little house and visiting the little ghost town. And it's like where they fell in love and where they got married. Um, they have no children. So it's kind of what they have to keep their love alive. And there's a lot of other things that um, keep their love alive. But um, boop, 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 where am I? Yes. So they're living in their cute little house. And they're still super duper in love. People are still like, oh my God, I'm so jealous. I wish my husband was like that. Mm, mine just beats me. Um, <laughs> it's probably true. It's the old West. Um, <laughs> their love was so resilient that that's the reason I'm telling this story tonight. Because, bum, 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 the other shoe drops. In 1912, Mickey died suddenly and was buried by their house in Casamiro Romero Cemetery, which is not too far from the ghost town of Tuscosa. So, there was some unspoken vow between the two of them that whoever went first wanted the other person to live in Tuscosa. So she lived there with no running water, no electricity, no nothing um, for 27 years. What? What kind of brainwash shit is this? I know. She lived there for 27 years, never, ever moving on to anyone else. She would just tend to his cemetery, like tend to his grave and go and tend to the town that nobody else lived in. And that was her life for 27 years. Like, and no one knows why she never left. And she's known as the last golden girl of the West. So that's the story of Frenchie McCormick and her undying love for Mickey McCormick, who never ever beat her. That's my so, story. He never beat her. Mm -hmm. He clearly is doing some mind control shit because what kind of go-go dancer, Bella the Ball, goes and lives without running water for 27 years? Like what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like she was high maintenance at one point. There's no way like a low maintenance showgirl is calling all the shots. Mm -hmm. She's like head bitch of that town. I don't know. Maybe she had some kind of like, since she had all that power there, maybe it was kind of like, I'm obsessed with this town. Like I'm still the, maybe the town gave them Stockholm syndrome, you know, because they were running it. That is crazy. Crazy. Yep. All right. Time for a shot. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. Cheers. Okay. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
Brennan's getting litty titty tonight. Oh yeah. I don't want my tits to get lit though, because that would hurt. <laughs> so I actually have two little stories and Ooh. they're little, but they're just so like fucking Texas. I love it so much. I'm um, stoked for fucking Texas. Okay. <laughs> So my first one in honor of election week is about some laws. Do you know the story? No, I want to hear all of these laws. Okay. So this is in the 70s, all right? This Texas lawmaker <laughs> decides that, um, oh, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. I don't want to give it away because it's so fucking good, okay? Okay, so this state rep, his name is Tom Moore, and he's a Waco Democrat, okay? Um, <laughs> he was just sick and fucking tired of basically people not reading um, the laws and proposals that were coming through. Um, so... As a joke, on April Fool's Day, he, um, <laughs> he made a law, um, okay, I'm sorry, can we start over because I'm just lit and I need to put on my glasses. <laughs> okay, I spent like 10 minutes trying to explain where it took Toast Casa was, and then described Texas as a face, so <laughs> don't even worry about it. <laughs> it's okay. I just, I don't want to give the punchline away, but I have to. Okay, so basically, this Texas lawmaker, he's a state rep. His name is Tom Moore. He's a Waco Democrat, okay? On April Fool's Day in 1971, him and his colleagues um, go to the state house and pass this resolution, basically, um, honoring the Boston Strangler for, quote-unquote, listen to this, unconventional techniques involving population control. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. This Democrat, Tom Moore, he's, like, sick of all this stuff passing through the, um, House of Representatives, and these people aren't fucking reading this shit that's going through, and they're just passing it along. Basically, someone can get up there, make a case, and it'll get passed through if they if they like what this person is saying. So, to make a point, to stick it to him, he decides um, to go ahead and make this law, make it like a day honoring the Boston Strangler, and he puts it in this resolution, and it fucking gets passed because they didn't read it. Okay? So the Boston Strangler's name is Albert DeSalvo. Okay? Mm -hmm. Um, so this guy is like a fucking legend because what he does, he wants to make a point that lawmakers routinely vote for measures without doing their homework and they have no idea what they're voting for. So he, as an April Fool's joke, 
he goes ahead and puts a day honoring the Boston Strangler in in there, and it gets passed. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it's okay. So what he puts in this this document, okay, in this resolution, it says the House of Representatives of the 62nd Legislature of the State of Texas commend Albert DeSalvo, the Boston Strangler. On his outstanding career of public service. Oh my god. Population control. Oof. That's like if we were to, this is so not tasteful and off color, but that's like if we were to like have a COVID day, like for helping reduce numbers of people Mm -hmm. in the nation. Like what the fuck? Oh my gosh. How far, like what what year was this that this law was passed? 71. Okay. And the Boston Strangler, let me see, was in what year? Boston. That's hilarious. They're a bunch of hippies, just like. 67. 67. So that's not, that's no time at all. That's like if in three years we made a COVID day. <laughs> yeah. What? Like. It's one thing if it's like 1971 and like we have a Jack the Ripper day. Like, yeah, that's from the 1800s. (laughs) There is no distance in that. I just want to be in public office so I can just be like, let's see if these people really fucking read this. Let's make a, you know, a Ted Bundy day. Congratulating Ted Bundy. You know, let's just see if they fucking read it. And then they pass it through because they didn't read it. I just, that pisses me off. Make sure it's Theodore Bundy because then it's more likely to get passed. Absolutely. (laughs) So a law was passed honoring the Boston Strangler here in Texas as an April Fool's joke. The most savage fucking name ever heard. I love Texas. I love Texas. Oh my gosh. That's a big middle finger. I love it. (laughs) So since that story was small, I had another one. Okay. This is the, also the most Texas thing, okay? <laughs> okay. A town called Clark, Texas. Do you know about this? No. In 2005, this entire town, it's called Clark, Texas, they decide to rename themselves Dish, Texas. Capital D, capital I, capital S, capital H. Okay. Okay. They do this so they can get fucking free cable. (laughs) That is some redneck motherfucking white goddamn American bullshit, right? (laughs) It's some bullshit, okay? So Clark, Texas, it's a small, like tight-knit, really small town, uh, about an hour and a half north of Fort Worth. So up in up in the panhandle, crazy ass <laughs> shit. I don't know if it's in the panhandle, but it's no it's it's very, it's very like the eyebrow, it's the eyebrow area. Exactly. <laughs> so they go ahead in exchange for um Dish Network has agreed if they name their town, they'll provide every household in this town 
um, 10 years of free basic satellite TV programming, including equipment and installation. So the Dish Network introduces its own city, like Dish City now, <laughs> as part of like this giant advertising campaign. So this town of Clark was like, yeah, fucking yeah, I want free Dish TV for 10 years. They'll install it too. Let's just rename our town. So, um, still Dish Town? Yes. <laughs> it is but still. But it, that was 2005? Yes, and it's capital D, capital I, S, and H, because just like how it is on your mm -hmm. on your dish, it's four capital letters, that is what that town is spelt like. So... They don't have any more free cable, so like they could technically rename their town back. Yeah, Clark so, is mad. So this <laughs> city of Clark, um, they have this town hall meeting, all right, and um, it's twenty-five miles north of Fort Worth. It only has a population of one hundred and twenty-five people, so it, I mean we're not talking a big town. There are more people currently at fucking Outback Steakhouse right now, currently, than live in Clark, Clark, okay? So, so, like, the eight people that show up to this town hall meeting were just like, yeah, I yeah. want free table. Yeah, let's rename our town. So, oh, my gosh. Officially, they renamed it. These eight people at this little baby meeting voted, and they all, there's now a town called Dish, and they all have had free cable for the past 10 years. And they know how to dish, you know? They know how to dish. Yeah. Oh, so good. We're going to have to take a, take a picture on um, the Boston Strangler Day. We really do. <laughs> To remind everyone what Texas is all about. There's also, okay, when I was trying to pick a story on Texas, there was another one that really caught my eye, and I just, I'll tell you it to you for five seconds. I won't go into detail, but in the 80s, 1986, okay, this town, the town of Lajitas, <laughs> decided to make a goat their mayor. And this goat is like famous for drinking beer, so he drinks like a bunch of beer every day and it is the fucking mayor of their this town in the 80s is a goat a beer drinking goat they saw spuds mckenzie and they were like that for our mayor but a goat <laughs> i swear texas just gives no fucks they're just like don't care oh free cable i'll rename my town oh you know what'd be funny let's elect a mayor Let's elect a goat as a mayor, and let's pass a bill honoring the Boston Strangler. Let's just do it just for shits and giggles. And this is why no one was surprised when we were still red. <laughs> I love, I love Texas. I love the people in Texas. They just, like, are so, uh, don't give a fuck, okay? Like, the people at the lake do not give a fuck. Those of you who are listening in, Brennan and I did redneck karaoke <laughs> lake house during COVID, which was horrible, on a on a porch of a trailer home. 
But Redneck Karaoke wasn't actually karaoke. It was singing to tracks. So in these rednecks would pick your song for you. So this is what our weekend at the lake consisted of. And that is about as Texas as it gets. The worst part was, Boo, was that we were so drunk. Mm -hmm. None of us could sing. <laughs> we're singers, friends. We're all singers. We're singers. We hold a bucket of anything. <laughs> My song that they paid me, I'll never forget this, was some Kanye West song. So I'm like up there like, gold digger. Like so drunk. Couldn't even sing gold digger. Oh my gosh. Me and Ashley. Some of them happen so much. I was like, I I give up. I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. That's by far the dangerous thing I've done since COVID. And I was just like walking around with fireball. We were all sharing the same shot glasses. Like, oh did not even care. Did not care. But we did not get COVID because, you know, East Texas is, doesn't have COVID, evidently, according to my mother. COVID doesn't exist there, so. Well, that's why I was so paranoid about going up there. I was like, if I fucking have COVID and I bring it to East Texas, like how many fucking clinics are there? Absolutely none. You know? <laughs> you would take out half of East Texas. Texas would be blue if you would add COVID that weekend. Oh my God. <laughs> You're right though. <laughs> right. Oh, I don't wish that on anybody. I don't wish that on anybody. I don't wish that on Trump. But he got it, apparently. Look, I really just do not. This is what I believe in my heart of hearts. I have no proof because I obviously do not live with Trump. But I really do. I think that we know Kellyanne Conway had it because her daughter was TikToking the shit out of it. But it is the greatest publicity stunt on earth. Trump gets COVID, okay? Mm -hmm. He tweets about it. He's, like, proud of it, which is odd, because if Trump got the thing he was downplaying this whole time, he would not tweet about it. So he tweets about it. He lets everybody know, you know, he's got COVID, okay? Mm -hmm. um, then he's well in three days. So COVID really isn't a big deal anymore. So... So Biden, who's taking it so seriously and wants to shut down this country, well, Trump's well like that, like a cold. Like, we can't shut down this country. I just had a cold. Like, that is the best publicity stunt in the world, I will say. Yeah. Uh, uh, Trump supporters are like flat earthers. I, I just... They're the same. <laughs> just don't get it. And I love you, Bonnie. If you listen to this and think less of me, like you already knew where I stood. I drunkenly talked to you for an hour about where I stand on everything. And you prayed for me. So I feel like we're good because you prayed for me. We're still on good terms. You still invite me up to the lake, even when your daughter's not going. <laughs> That's my favorite. Every time I'm like, I'm feeling sad. She's like, come up here. We'll feel sad together. I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I might take you up on that offer one day. No, I know. 
no. You know, I know about your statuses before I even get on Facebook to see it. So I get a call from my mom. Have you seen Brennan's status? I said, what? No, what's going on? I don't know what you, you even posted. I couldn't even tell you. And she's like, Brennan is depressed and sad. Do you think she's okay? I told her she could come to the lake if she needed to. I said, okay, that's really sweet. She probably won't do that, you know, because, you know, most people are just like, thank you, that's kind, maybe, you know. And she's like, well, I told her she could come here. You should check on her. I told her she'd come to the lake. You let her know that she can come up here. That's so sweet. Oh, my gosh. Bonnie Hall, I love you. We can disagree. It's okay. I still love you. I know. But when she saw some people, like, I will say, some of my friends were posting, you know, uh, like, I will never talk to you again if you voted for Trump, blah, 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 blah. My mom unfriended them. And then she goes, well, that's the last time I support their business. Or that's the last time they'll be up here at the lake. So, like, you can't just go. Oh, like, you can no. have a difference of opinion. That's totally fine. And you can feel very strongly about people who voted differently from you. But when you come for people like that, like, you are really burning some bridges to the people on the other side. And my mom is one of them. Like, <laughs> I just want to say out there, if you were friends with Bonnie, do not say, do not come for Trump people because she will write you off in her life. But sorry, I did not want to talk politics tonight. I know. And uh, it's hard right now. It's just a hot topic. It's like clearing my brain. I feel like if I get it out now, we won't talk about it tomorrow at my birthday party. Which is all about you. All me. You. <laughs> me. <laughs> me. All the food I bought, the alcohol I bought, my balloon arch. It's gonna be all about my balloon arch. It is. I'm gonna make sure I say the best things about your balloon arch. <laughs> <laughs> <Fucking> no. <laughs> And also, so I made that invitation because I'm so excited about my birthday. I made an invitation like like a six-year-old, but um, I almost wrote on there, like, don't be late because I have anxiety. <laughs> but I feel like all my friends would know that. Like, we know, Heather. But, you know, you also know me. I'm probably going to be late. I know. Okay. So I'm going to put it on the invitation. Don't be late. Don't be late. I'll text you. You'll be getting a text from me at five o'clock saying, oh my gosh, I still have to like get my swimsuit packed. I'll be there by six. Why don't you come early? Why don't you come over at four and help me get ready? I can do that. So next week we're going to talk about some stuff. Um, if the election results have already come out by the time this episode comes out. Great. Good health to whoever won. Yeah. I'll be fine either way. I'll be moving to Mexico either way. <laughs> Eventually. The timeline is just going to change depending. Yeah. I mean, for at least one year, we'll still be figuring out who our president is. So this president will only get three solid years. We're just going to be like kids at home alone. We just do whatever we want, like Frenchie. We'll just live in no water. Okay, Frenchie. <laughs> Spirit of Frenchie, come come tell me how to do that because right now all I can think about is taking a bubble bath. She's not here. All okay. right. Well, 
I guess that concludes our podcast. We will see you soon. Or we'll talk to y'all soon. We'll let you know how my birthday went, who all threw up. Um, it was me. <laughs> and who all got drunk and who didn't. And who all made out with who and who didn't. This is very loaded. <laughs> it is very loaded. There are lots of, I don't know. I was just, I've been watching Riverdale. Well, I mean, I've been watching Euphoria. They just have, they've been, they've had some teenage parties in my head. We are teenagers, so. Okay. Well, I'm Heather. And I'm Brennan. And, and this was The Drunk Bunch. Bunch. That's good. <laughs>